Hello, and welcome to this episode of We Work Europe. This episode and the next one will be a two-part podcast where we head to Denmark. The country has one of the most highly developed social welfare systems in the world. This represents a huge success for trade unions, but at the same time, it's not always easy, as they have to find new ways to make themselves relevant for the present moment. So, one of them, ESA member centre Kriefer, is currently reinventing itself. It's time for a visit. This is... We Work Europe. The podcast of the European Centre for Workers' Questions. Danne, du smutter bare hjem her kl. 15. Jamen chef, min vagt slutter jo først kl. 19. Ja, men der er ikke brug for dig. Nå, jamen chef, jeg vil faktisk gerne arbejde her indtil min vagt slutter kl. 19. Ja, men det kommer du ikke til. No. This is a short snippet of a video posted on the social media platform TikTok. In the video, a girl talks about her shift at work. Privilegiet går hjem kl. 15, så er det klart, at jeg skal have min løn for hele vagt. Okay så, men hvor vil du det fra? Det er fordi, jeg vil... Which ends at 7 p.m. But her boss tells her she can go home at 3 p.m. Now, she wants to know if she's getting paid for the rest of her scheduled hours, even though her boss gave her permission to leave early. And because she follows Kriefer on TikTok, she knows that according to Danish labour law, her boss has to pay her till seven. The video has gained more than 20,000 views and a lot of comments. We can see they get curious in the comments. They ask, what about me? I work, blah, blah, blah. Can you help me? And what's my uh, uh, rights? And so on. Comments like this land on the desk of Stina Gregerson and her team. Stina is from the marketing department of Griefer, the trade union the girl in the video is referring to. Stina and her team are the ones behind this video. They have created a TikTok account for Griefer and are now number one in Denmark when it comes to labour-related content for the 15 to 30 years old age group. And we have uh, some different uh, colleagues sitting around in the office and uh, giving uh, ri- real-time dialogues, having answers almost right away when they ask. And they, we can see they really like the response. And that's uh, very good when we can uh, ask. And sometimes they go, they get co-creators as well. They ask me, can you do some videos about uh, me? I'm working as a young employee somewhere, blah, blah, blah. And, oh, can you help me? I'm going on to maternity leave um, and so on. So they become co-creators. You don't need more than a smartphone, some presenters from this target group and labour-related questions that are useful or relevant for young people. This is a strategy that could be adopted by any trade union in Europe, says Stina. And she's happy to share her experiences with anyone who's interested. But this new TikTok strategy is more than just fancy videos. Stina's team tries to reach out to people who are not necessarily interested in trade unionism. Mostly because they are still at school or university, or because they think they won't have any benefits from being part of a union. But when you're in education, Kriefer membership is free, and also offers discounts on books or some social activities. With the TikTok channel, Griefer wants to spread the word about its activities. And, according to the numbers, the strategy appears to be paying off. 
More than 50% of people who enter the trade union when they're in education stay in it afterwards as full members. This new orientation towards young people is just a tiny part of the reinvention of Grifa as a whole, because the trade union wants to explore new paths. Well, we, we use a picture uh, that uh, in, in the traditional way of the union, uh, people think, I have to get a backup if something goes wrong. If I get a problem in my workplace with my uh, chief or uh, uh, if I get hurt during the work or, or anything, uh, we want to uh, support this, but also say we can help you, even though you don't have a problem right now, but if you just want to make things better, you want to release your potential, you want to uh, get another uh, step in your career. But we are uh, fighting against a traditional way of thinking unions. Uh, and we have to make our members aware that we have different ways of helping them. And they should think of us uh, even though that they don't have an exact problem. This is Hans Kargard Thompson. He's in charge of communicating this new image of Kriefer as a service centre and a professional partner for people's entire working life, offering education, networking, mediation and so much more. These changes didn't come out of the blue. They're an answer to a process which has affected Denmark as it has any other country in Europe, the decline of trade union membership. Especially in Denmark, Many people think that they don't need trade unions anymore. Nevertheless, more than 60% of all workers remain members of a trade union. And above that, there's a specific problem that Kriefer needs to overcome. The so-called Danish model of social dialogue. Rolf Weber works as a policy consultant at Kriefer and explains the system. The idea uh, about this model is that the political shall interfere as little as possible when it comes to the labour market matters. Uh, these things are for the social partners. And therefore, uh, uh, when it comes to um, uh, the salary, when it comes to pension, when it comes to uh, when you, how you dismiss people, then we do not have any legislation in Denmark about that. It's the social partner who takes care of that. So, in this system, the state plays a subordinate role. Because usually, employers and employees come to an agreement together, with the aid of trade unions and employers' organisations. But, of course, sometimes there are situations in which a tripartite social dialogue is needed. And here's the problem for Kriefer. Only trade unions that are part of the so-called head or umbrella organisation are allowed to have tripartite social dialogue with the government. And the unions are mostly socialist. Kriefer, as a trade union with a background in Christian social teaching, is not allowed to be part of such negotiations, even though it represents almost 200,000 members and has branches all over the country. So today, the... the Old head organization, they have um, uh, around one million members, and the trade unions outside the head organization have around 500,000 members, and then there are a lot of people who are not members of the trade unions. And as Krifa, we are trying to say, and, and we have fought very hard for that the last years, to say that it, it is not democratic. Ironically, 
one of the countries with the most highly developed social systems in the world, has a democratic deficit in this regard, says Rolf. But it's very hard to tackle, as this tradition is deeply rooted in Danish society. Therefore, Griefer had to find a solution to overcome these two challenges, a declining membership and being denied access to tripartite social dialogue at a national level. The answer has a name in the Danish phrase good arbeidslost, which means something like job satisfaction. In short, Griefer wants to be a facilitator for well-being at work. A new philosophy to accomplish a transition that started years ago and hasn't finished yet. Griefer raised the price of its membership and reinvested the additional income in science, knowledge and services for its members. Since then, Griefer hasn't given up the fight to reach a point where tripartite social dialogue is possible, but at the same time using their energy to provide services, knowledge and education through specialising in well-being in the workplace. In the second part of this two-part podcast, you will get to know some of Griefer's methods and findings and how they have translated that into concrete action for workers. However, Griefer's changes haven't gone unnoticed. Denmark's biggest union, 3F, has made harsh criticisms of this new way. They even argue that Griefer isn't a trade union anymore, but more like a private service provider. This is all to do with the traditional view of a trade union as a problem solver when conflicts arise, compared with Griefer's new approach as a job satisfaction centre combined with being a trade union. But the question remains whether trade unions need to find new ways to exist in a country where social achievements are this far developed. People who are in the job market are going to be looking to other, um, maybe other providers if the trade union doesn't do it. Uh, Because I think work well-being is going to be a growing issue in so many countries. And on so many different levels, we need to look into how can we as a trade union help with this. We have so many opportunities because we as trade union are dealing with people uh, who have issues at jobs, uh, who have who need help in their work life. And so for us, it's to provide both the basic services, but also to ask our members, and how else can we help you? And if you're going to ask that question, you also need to have a, a certain level of expertise or knowledge so that you can provide a re- relevant answer. Says Nikolai Scott. He works in Kriefer's education department. His job is to transform scientific results, which Kriefer has been providing since 2015, into education and training measures. And he will share his insights on how Kriefer is actually doing this in the next episode of We Work Europe, where we will also be getting to know the Job Satisfaction Knowledge Centre. So keep listening! If you have feedback or remarks about this episode, just write an email to isa at isa.org. This podcast was narrated by me, Rebecca Sharp, and is a production of Escucha, Audio Identity. This podcast is funded by the European Union.